Hey everybody, it's Brad with College Sportscast. We are live tonight. It is a little past 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. And doing a week 9 wrap-up show. Um, for our college football week 9 show. I'm hoping that uh, I can get a few people on. I'm going to send out a text here message and let them know that I'm on all right so <clears throat> I've got a whole lot I want to say to be quite honest with you about the UK Tennessee game and a lot of the fan stuff that's been going on in the aftermath of the UK game. So let me start first with UK. And I'm going to say this. Kentucky was absolutely atrocious last night. Mark Stoops, you have to own this. Um, you have to... Um, You're going, to, you're going to have to own this and fix this. Uh, the offense is terrible. <clears throat> I don't know what <clears throat> you, you're going to do about it. You have a new offensive coordinator that came from the 49ers. The offensive line coach also came from the 49ers. The offensive line is atrocious. <clears throat> I am here to tell you that and hold you accountable. Um, I was very disappointed last night in Brad White and his defense, although Tennessee is a great offense, but the offense and the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach has to be held accountable for what happened last night. Mark Stoops, it's your job to do that. Um, and that is where I'm going to start with this UK team. Um, I, uh, you know, early in the season, <clears throat> I was trying to hold back and wait and see because he is a new offensive coordinator. It is, uh, a new offensive line coach. They both came from the San Francisco 49ers. They were both, um, had a lot of recommendations and a lot of hype and people thought they were going to be really good so far nine games in eight games in to this season they're atrocious I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you the offense looks very very slow and mundane and um can't block anybody they the defense has just got free run and free lanes to come after you. Um, I'm not sure what kind of stints they're running on the offensive line, but it is absolutely atrocious, and um, it has to be fixed. And there has to be some accountability. And Mark Stoops, that is your job to do that. I will say this, Kentucky. Under Mark Stoops seems to take two steps forward and one step back. Last night was definitely a step back. Um, and 
I'm not saying that uh, anything terrible about Mark Stoops. I want all the UK fans to know that. I absolutely love Mark Stoops. I love the job that he's done. But last night was atrocious. Um, and you're going to have to get in the room and look in the mirror, and you're going to have to hold yourself accountable and know where you're falling short and where this team is falling short. There was a lot of pieces back for this year. There is a lot of offensive weapons on the outside that is just simply not being used. And I'm just, it's the play calling, um, the, the time that Will Levis has in what you would think you would call a pocket <laughs> is unbelievable. I mean, he literally has 0.5 seconds and somebody's on top of him. Um, it's, they have free lanes all the time. Just come after him. That's, that's, that's basically the, um, offensive line strategy. It's what it looks like. Um, and all of this has to be fixed. Now that's talking about Kentucky. And before I get into my next thing, I'm going to say that John Roberts, drink local be him has joined me. So he's listening to my rant. Hey, John. What's up? Yeah, that was uh, that game right there. I mean, watched a little bit. I had it going on with uh, about two or three other games. I mean, it was by itself for a little while, and then we, uh, we uh, added. You. you there? I'm not nope. sure if you can hear me or not, but I can hear I can. you, man. If you're talking. <clears throat> So I'm going to move on to the next thing. I'm going to move on to Tennessee. Everybody who listens to this show probably knows that I'm a diehard Kentucky fan. I am not, under no circumstance, a Tennessee fan whatsoever, okay? But you have to give props to some Tennessee. Okay, well, I can't hear you, John. I'm not sure what's going on. But you have to give some props to Tennessee. Weird. You have to give Tennessee credit. You have to give Josh, Josh Heupel some credit. He's come in there in a couple of years, and, you know, they've he's built a juggernaut, to be honest with you, this year. I mean, they're a great team. And we're not on their level. They're going to have a chance to – I mean, they have a chance next weekend, to be honest with you, to kind of seal the deal, um, possibly. So um, – you know, they're a great team. Hendon Hooker's a great quarterback. They're playing great. I'm going to give them all the credit in the world. However, I'm, I'm here, by the way. I'm just going to be straight with you. Um, like I said, I am not a Tennessee fan. Um, it's not um, going to be you, in me to sit and tell you that, you know, can you that hear I'm going to pull for them. I'm, I'm going to be straight with you. John, are you in the room too? Yeah, I'm here. So both Johns are on here, but apparently they can hear me. 
but I can't hear them. <clears throat> These lives have been a little crazy. We've been trying to do some lives, and we can't get the kinks worked out. I'm not really sure. what the deal is on some of these lives. They're in here. I mean... Can you hear me? Anyways, so that's what I'm going to say about Tennessee. Hey, John, I'm going to give credit. They're, good, they're a really good team. They actually yeah, are going to have you. a chance... To yeah, see possibly make the playoffs and play for a championship. That's that's how good they look. Um, having said that, a couple of things I'm going to go on to. I'm going to go on to the fans, okay? First, the U.K. fans. If I hear another damn U.K. fan tell me, oh, well, we're a basketball school anyway. If I hear one more fan tell me that, I'm going to go off. I'm so tired of hearing that. That's what's wrong with UK. That's what's wrong with UK sports. That's what's wrong with UK football. That mentality has sucked UK dry for years and years and years. And I've been following UK football since... <laughs> I, I hear you, John. I've been following UK football since I was about five or six years old. I remember I Sonny hear. Collins and the 83 and 84 teams, okay, that made the Hall of Fame Bowls. I remember can you, both can you hear me? And I've been can going you? to UK football games. I've been a UK football fan my entire life. I'm 48 years old, and I am sick to death of that mentality. When I get done with this rant, I'll, I'll see if I can end this and do another one or something, but I'm going to finish this real quick. I'm sick to death of UK fans and that mentality. If you're going to be a UK fan, then you're going to pull for all the sports and you're going to be a fan of each and every one of them. And right now, we're in the thick of the football season, and I realize Right now, as I am speaking, Kentucky basketball is playing a basketball exhibition game, and I haven't turned it on one time because I'm focused on this and the debacle for UK football that was last night. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am one of the most diehard fans. My brother-in-law played for UK my brother-in-law was on the 99 team with Tim Couch, that were the the 98 team, the 99 bowl team with Tim Couch. I have been going to UK games all my life, and no one is going to tell me that I'm not a fan. My fandom is through anything and through everything. Well, so the Bama fan, football fan, who is a UK basketball fan, John Roberts, is nothing but a front runner. 
just so you know, I mean, talking about bandwagons, I mean, come on. Anyway, so John Roberts asked me, but what about the Bama football fan who is a UK basketball fan? And that's what I was talking about. All right, so that's my little rant on UK football fans. Now, I'm fixing to go on a little rant about Tennessee football fans. Here you go. Congratulations, Tennessee. Congratulations, you're a, you're relevant for the first time in 16 years. Okay? I mean, you've been the red-headed stepchild for the last 16 years in college football. You have a good team. Why don't you grow the hell up and act like it? I mean, let's be honest. You are the same fan base that just last year is throwing golf balls at Lane Kiffin. So I'm just telling you straight up, grow the hell up. Act like you are got a little bit of freaking class. You're the same fan base that's throwing beer cans onto the field last season. Congratulations, you beat Kentucky again in football. I'm just being honest with you. Kentucky's We've, you know, as a, as a fan of Kentucky, we've made big strides, we've made big steps, and we've got had a couple of ten and three seasons, and won four straight bowls, and we're we're in a lot better place than we've been in in a lot of years in my lifetime. But we are not the top of the food chain. So congratulations! Yes, you finally beat Bama for the first time in sixteen years. You beat Florida twice now, I think, in the last 16 years, something like that, 13 years this year. Congratulations. You have a good team. You have a team that has a chance to possibly win or at least get to the playoffs. How about you show a little bit of class? and act like that your team has been there before. Because Tennessee has. Kentucky, most of the Kentucky fans have never been there before. If they wanted to show their ass and, and act like a bunch of fools, I would maybe, just maybe, give them a pass. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give you a pass. Grow the hell up and show a little class. And that's exactly where I'm going to go with that. And there's some there's been some banter between some podcasts between Kentucky and Tennessee and I'm just going to be honest with you. It doesn't have to be ugly. 
doesn't have to be ugly. None of this has to be ugly. I don't like Tennessee. I'll be straight up with you. I don't like them at all. They're fixing to play Georgia next week. I can promise you, in my heart of hearts, I'm pulling for the dogs. I won't be pulling for Tennessee. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown up and a decent enough person that I can step up and I can tell you when Tennessee has a good team and when they have a chance that maybe they can make the playoff and have a chance for the first time, by the way, that they would have a chance to win the college football playoff. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, sweet. All right. We've had a little trouble with these lives. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah. It was like uh, John and I. We... And it's just uh, kind of getting on my nerves. Yeah, I can see that. But you know how that is. You're an Auburn fan, and Auburn and Bama do the same thing. So. Well, we just poke fun at them. And apparently we're always – they're always like, well, we beat you last year. I'm like, congratulations, you beat an average team. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, it took you four overtimes last year to beat an average team. <laughs> right. Because Auburn was six and five at the end of the year. <laughs> right. They were six and six. I mean, they, 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 they weren't that good. And this year they're, you know, three and five at this point. So, like, right. I Bama mean, starts chirping about beating Auburn. I'll be like, great. Yeah, that was a know, terrible team. <laughs> I just had to say a few things about it. There's been a lot of ugliness over this. I've seen, like I said, there's some podcasts that's going back and forth with each other. Um, and it's just getting kind of ugly in between the, between the fan bases and stuff. And not only that, I mean, you know, Tennessee fans are just well Tennessee fans are funny when it when they first get good and then that lasts like maybe a couple of weeks and then you're like okay you guys can stop now because it's funny watching them because everybody's like man they're having such a good time everything looks good and then it's like okay now it's obnoxious now we want to go and beat the snot out of you yeah, I mean, you know, because baseball was like that, basketball is like that. So, I mean, I, you can't expect anything different from football doing the exact same thing. So, I was like, well, there it is. It's like, oh man, it's like that's a, that's a great story. And Kentucky you know, fans you, get you on can... my nerves too because as soon as one bad thing happens, you know, it's just it's all we're jumping off ship, every one of us. We're completely jumping off ship. We don't give a crap about the rest of the season. Um, we ain't going to pay attention to nothing. We're going to go to basketball. Basketball starting up. We're a basketball school anyway. And, you know, and Kentucky fans get on my damn nerves, too. It's 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 funny listening to Auburn fans that did the same thing this year. Like, after uh, – so they, they start 3-0, and right? They, 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 they win the first three games, and then they've lost the last five. Right. Um, so once they get to, or well, they won, they won two and then 
lost one, won one, and then lost the rest of them. So anyway, uh, but the the point is is that during that five game or during that last little stretch right here where they've lost like three or four in a row, it's uh it's been well, basketball season starts in however long. Basketball season starts in however long. Right. Yeah, so that's what's well, I mean, funny. Kentucky's it's always just... that way, and I'm going to be honest with you about the whole basketball thing. I've there's been nobody that's been more of a huge basketball fan, Kentucky fan, than I have been in my entire life. But the last couple of years, like I'm, I'm just kind of over all the hype with nothing to back it up. Yeah. And, and I'm at a spot right now with Kentucky basketball. I don't give two craps about any of this hype. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about it. Honestly, I really don't. Yeah. Um, all I well, care about is that they put together a team that can make a run in March. That's all right. I care about this year. Yeah. So even if they, I mean, even if the, the, it starts out slow. I mean, Kentucky, especially when they have a good, uh, a good team. I mean, because it's all five stars and they're all freshmen and everything like that. They usually, uh, it takes them uh, a, a couple of games. Be, you know, yeah, it takes them yeah. a little bit to get going. But once, once, because I mean, this year we've got Calipari. Calipari is always having to to juggle the egos of everybody, and he has right. to get them to play to to be a team and everything right. like that. So once he gets them aligned then then they tend to you know be really good and that's the way the mo was for the first eight eight nine years <clears throat> under calipari the last three yeah. has been atrocious two years ago was atrocious last year we had a good regular season and had an atrocious tournament run and i'm not right. talking about just the St. Peter game, St. Peter's game in the NCAA. I'm also talking about the SEC tournament as well. Right. Um, everybody right. wants to remember the St. Peter's game and talk about the St. Peter's game, but we also had an absolute despicable showing in the SEC tournament last year as well. Right. Um, and I'm just tired of it. I'm over it. I'm over all the hype. I don't care about, I don't care that we're ranked number four. I don't care if we're ranked number one. I don't, I mean, none of that means anything. Yeah. I've always been that way. We, I don't care where we start out. You know, they, they, you know, I always feel like Auburn's going to eventually make it up into the top 10, but they'll start us either outside the top 25. Now they've gotten us, they, they keep ranked. You know, Auburn started, you know, higher and higher each year. This time, um, so right? I think they're, yeah, anywhere from 13 to 15, depending on where you're looking. Right. Um, and, uh, which is, again, it's fine, you know, because again, it's how they're doing at the end of the season. You know, are they playing well as a team at the end of the year? And can they go on that run, you know, when, when, uh, when it's one and done kind of thing, you know, right. if you, if you win or go home, you know, so if they, uh, if they are playing well during that point of the season, then that's, that's all that really matters. So, uh, and then, you know, obviously enough 
you know, they got to play well enough to get get to that point. But I think they're they're talented enough and good enough to be able to do that. I think Auburn's going to be able to play like what ten to twelve. Uh, I think they're about about twelve deep, so they they ought to be playing you know several people, uh, especially in the upcoming uh, the first Few early minutes. games until they get the. The, the true rotation, but I think they, uh, Bruce tends to rotate a lot anyway. So because he plays, plays them hard and, uh, they play fast and everything like that. So most likely what will happen is, I mean, they will play the 10, 12 deep on that. So, right. Um, but, uh, well, I've been there as long, long as, as long as, as long as they've got shooters this year, they ought to be able to, to do really well, they just didn't have any shooters last year. Uh, you, you stick a you stick a Bryce Brown or a Jared Harper on one of those teams last, like on the team last year, and that team probably wins a championship because you just needed a shooter. Yeah, and he didn't have one. Didn't really have one. You're relying on Jabari, too much on Jabari Smith. So that was. I'm going to yeah. continue one little thing about Kentucky basketball. I've been the I've been the boy who has dreamed and loved and, I mean, just, you know, anything Kentucky basketball basically all my life. But right now, I'm just, I'm sitting in a spot where, you know, we have Calipari, we have Oscar Sheebway, we have Wheeler back, we have Jacob Toppin back, we have a couple of good shooters, uh, we have two really great freshmen that's coming in. We're ranked fourth in the country preseason. All right, I we're having an exhibition game tonight against Missouri Western State. Woo, you know, like I who, right. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I'm just I'm just not at that point right now. I I really and truthfully, um, this whole season is going to come down to March to me. And I'm not just talking about March Madness. I want I want Calipari and his team to take the SEC tournament as a real damn challenge. I don't want to hear one stupid word out of out of Calipari's mouth about how the SEC tournament doesn't mean anything. I'm sick of that rhetoric. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. They do that every year. In the past three years, they show up, play like crap, and it continues in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They I don't. Do. You I know do. what I mean? Like they, he puts it in their minds that that game doesn't mean anything, and it messes with their mentality, and they can't get it back. You know, when when yeah. you go to the NCAA tournament, you, they can't get it back. And it drives me yeah. insane. Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, I've had a little rant on both of these things tonight. So, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little perturbed about some of this stuff. Um, but, anyway... Um, you was at the Auburn game over the weekend. Auburn, I was. Auburn and Arkansas. Um, Arkansas yep. handled Auburn pretty well. I just since you were at the game, um, give us a little, 
rundown uh, about the game. All right. So, um, obviously, the the game was – I mean, it was pretty much out of hand early on. Um, But the – I mean, the crowd, I didn't really think there was enough of a crowd. So that's very much an indictment that that's, you know, on, on Harson's program, whether it's, you know, I mean, I know it's an 11 o'clock start, but the, uh, you know, I was walking through, I mean, I was, when, when I got in there, when I pulled into, into Auburn, we parked in a spot like a, 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 um, a parking spot downtown that is like metered parking that you would normally have metered parking, you know, Monday through Friday, but Saturday it's, you know, it's open for anybody. Well, right. they've never had any parking downtown, you know, on a game day, even if it's an 11 o'clock game. And even in the years that Auburn was really bad was, would you be able to still, drive up on game day, you know, Saturday morning and park downtown and and be able to park in, you know, in a spot that wasn't like one of those uh paid for parking lots, uh pay paid for parking, you know, the, the the lots where people are charging money or whatever. Right. You know, I mean I went in expecting I was gonna pay, you know, forty bucks for parking. Guess what? I paid for I was free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which meant that I got in there early enough or I got in I mean, and it was a late arriving crowd when I took that picture at 30 minutes. Yeah, you took a picture and posted on the page So 30 minutes. Right. That that was 30 minutes. Now, that other side, the lower bowl did kind of sort of fill up. It it still was very weak, but it was it was nowhere near what that looked like by the by the time the game was really going. Um, the students, the, the, there's about three or four sections, but on the lower end, that's the students between, uh, from the band to the left, they had to stay there. So if you saw in the, in the, if you were ever watching and you saw, uh, like, well, it looked like it was, you know, pretty crowded late. If you saw, like, if you saw certain angles or whatever, well, there's certain sections where people kind of had to stay. Um, that is, uh, fraternities and whatnot and they get spirit points. And that those are that's kind of their reward for having the most spirit points is having that section down there. So if they leave early, they're in trouble and they will probably lose their spot. So that was I kind of looked at that and went, well, <laughs> that explains why that section hasn't left. <laughs> right. Um, but as the game was going on, you know, from somewhere about mid third quarter on, it was like you could you could tell like people were just. They were bailing out left and right. Um, now Auburn scored a late, late game, uh, late, late touchdown in the game, and right, kind of made it a look look a little more respectable. Made it look a little respectable, but it was still, I mean, it was a fourteen point loss, all to, you know, on the scoreboard. But it was probably anywhere from twenty one to twenty eight, uh, just throughout the game, just because of the way that they played. Uh, Auburn couldn't stop the run. Um, I'm pretty certain that Arkansas got real close to 300. I don't think they actually cracked it. And if they did, they just did crack it. Yeah. Um, Rocket Sanders only played about two and a half, three quarters, I think. Right. But I, I'm saying as a team, 
Right. I think they had 300. I think they had 300 rush yards right at it. Um, which, you know, last week, I think Ole Miss had over 400 yards rushing. They had three 100 yard rushers in that yeah. game. And so that was, uh, that wasn't good either. Well, my question to you, and I, and I commented this on something that you had said um, on Saturday. Maybe it was in our group chat, and everybody else didn't see it. But you know, is it, are we getting close to Harrison's last ride? Uh, see, until they formally name uh, an athletic director, I'm pretty certain that they're not going to fire him, and that feels like that he's going to finish the the season. Before the um, before he is uh, finally so let do go. They ha- do they have an acting AD? Yes, they do. They have a they have an interim AD, um, and uh, I could see them before the game because you know all the different groups that you know have some form of announcement or you know are getting honored with something prior to the game. You know, he was down there taking pictures with every one of them. Um, I know the Auburn baseball team from. You know, I think it was at either at halftime or at the end of one of the quarters uh, came out the because last year they had made it to the the World Series, so they um, they were honored. Um, last year's team was so you know he was out there with them as well. So it was, I mean he, there is an acting uh, interim right. AD, but I uh, don't know if he is going to be mm-hmm. one that they you know retain or. Um, there was heavy rumors as we were driving back from Auburn last uh, yesterday afternoon that John Cohen of Mississippi State um, was going to be that they were in heavy talks with him and that for the AD that the done, yes that the that the that the that the deal was done and okay you know what I know him he, he was actually the baseball coach at UK for a while too. He was the baseball coach at UK. Then he was the baseball coach at, at Mississippi State. Right. Um, he became the AD. Uh, who? God, when was that? Uh, it was after Mullen left because I think the AD for Mississippi State went to Florida. Or did it was, do I have it backwards? Maybe it was the AD came from Florida, and that's why Mullen was there. But right. anyway, that AD left and so Cohen took the AD job and uh, I know that was all during the time that we had just got or Auburn just got Butch Butch Thompson. Did Cohen bring in Mike Leach? Yes. Cohen would have brought in Leach and probably uh, may have brought in the basketball coach. Right. I'm not 100% sure if he brought in the basketball coach or not, but I'm pretty Well, they just changed the basketball coaches, uh, I think, last year was the first year, maybe. Okay, so then I don't know if he brought in the previous one. The previous one was Hallen. Huggins? Hallen. Or Hallen? Hallen? Yeah, yeah. Hallen. Was the previous one. Okay. He had been there a few years, so probably not. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, obviously he's the one that's going to bring um, brought this, you know, the newest one in then. Um, well, I just, I know Cohen a little bit because he was a right uh, coach at UK for a while. 
Right. And so, you know, as far as like baseball wise, you know, Butch Thompson was an assistant under Cohen at, at Mississippi State. So, um, right. but, you know, there's no way they're bringing him in just to appease, you know, Butch Thompson. And I don't know what Butch, you know, what his, you know, thoughts and everything are, but I would have, I would have expected had he not taken the Auburn job that he would be the Mississippi State baseball coach. That, that would have been Cohen's first first offer right um had he uh had, had butch still been an assistant on the staff when cohen went to be the ad so i think butch left like maybe a, six months to a year before cohen took the the job so yep all right man let's talk about a little bit of the games from yesterday um the first game i really want to kind of bring up is the ohio state penn state game Yep. Um, you know, that was a – it turned out to be a wild game, but it was a really good game for almost four and a half quarters. Um, back and forth, you know, right. Penn State Penn State would take the lead, and then Ohio State would come back down and score and take the lead. And then Penn State come back down and took the lead. Then Ohio State come back down and took the lead. Um, and with about – 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Ohio State scored and took the lead. And from there, I mean, the whole game just kind of unraveled. And there was a couple of turnovers real quick. Ohio State scored some quick touchdowns. And before you know it, it was a 44-31 to game. Ohio State scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. But Penn State scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. That's wild. So there was 45 points scored in the fourth quarter alone. Crazy. Yeah, so that game was taking place while I was in the stadium. Yeah, um, it was. It was at the game. That was an 11 o'clock yeah. kick. And so. It was an early game. So there was a couple of turnovers real quick that Penn State had late. You know, they took the lead like 23 to 21 with like 11 minutes and something to go. And I thought, man, this is going to be one hell of a game to watch at the end, you know. And then two or three plays after they Penn State got the ball, you know, they, they turned it over. Penn State, I mean, Ohio State runs one play, 24 yards, touchdown. Um, and then they come back and um, had another turnover. I can't remember if it's the that drive or the next one. Um, and had another turnover real quick. And before you know it, the game kind of got wild and out of hand. Right. But, uh, yeah. And I mean, we were, we, I mean, you know, I kept looking up at the scoreboard every time. Uh, and, you know, sometimes during the, uh, during the different, um, uh, do, do you During remember the, what like, the spread was breaks. on that game for our yes. game day? Yes. So for, for our, for our pick we missed it. If you picked Ohio State, you, you, you failed, uh, by about a point, point and a half. I think it was a 13 point victory total right there. It was, right? it was 44 okay, 31. So, so then it was 14 and a half, I think was the, uh, okay. was the spread. So See, we and missed I can't it. remember if I picked. I really can't remember if what I picked, if I picked them to cover. So, I I know 
that there was so I went and looked back and I was uh I believe let's see what do we we picked 12 games so I was five and seven because I I kept talking about you know in the chat yesterday how how bad because I was missing on everything yeah it was and and so this was one of them this is one of them where um I had just it was like oh I had it but what was the final score of the Georgia Florida game so that one I think just squeaked in because I picked Florida and it was a 20 we were going with 22 and a half I think it was 22 and a half 22 and a half well it was a 22 point victory it was 29 it wind up 29 to 7 well, I think I got seven. that one then, because I'm pretty sure yeah. I picked Florida to cover. I think I think a lot of us were picking Florida to cover. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was looking at that, going, "God, I need Florida to score one more time. I need Florida <laughs> to score one more time. Just one more time. Yeah. Uh, just I don't care. I just needed to get something well, that was more safe, you know, as opposed to you know where it was sitting at. So, in all honesty, yeah. I worked last night. Um, I did. I have. Uh, ESPN app and I have access. So I did turn on the game that I was interested in and started watching it. Watch the first half, watch the first three plays of the second half and he was getting demolished and I just turned it off. <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> but there, I was working. There, there was, so yeah, there was a time when I, uh, when I would be working on Saturdays and I would have. I would have, you know, I would be either on um, Spotify and I'd get the radio calls of any of the games that I was wanting. I I pay for Sling TV just so I can have access to the games. (laughs) Right. And now, I mean, I'm not at a, like, I wouldn't be doing something where I could sit and watch. That's why I would either, I mean, if I had the, uh, the, the 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 TV version going then I I wasn't watching I still just was listening to whatever was going on so that's why if, I like radio because so radio was, if anybody wants was, to was uh, tell exactly. Sling that we that we would be a proud sponsor because I actually use Sling to watch games so right <laughs> so right but we'd like yeah. to have that sponsor wouldn't we oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> We're, we're all about any, any, any sort of sponsors or anything like that. I was, I was surprised yep. at the Missouri South Carolina game. Correct. Yep. Cause we, uh, I think every one of us picked South Carolina and Missouri. Yeah, I was surprised at that game. There was a bunch of them. What about Texas Louis- Tech? What about Louisville Texas, and Wake Forest yeah. yesterday? That's right. Louisville and Wake Forest. Louisville. Louisville uh, trounced one. Yep. I don't and know what they had fun- the, uh, the whole Oklahoma State. One yeah, what where, uh, is the deal with Oklahoma State? They were blanked yesterday. So I mean, look, you know, I didn't trust the the coordinator, but then I went, you know, at one point I was like, oh, I'm going to go against it, just because I felt like, eh, you know, this will be the game that they that 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 he, he proves me wrong, and it was absolutely the opposite. It was not the game. But they were like, when's the last time Oklahoma State didn't score a single point? With the the coordinators and former Auburn coordinator, Derek Mason at Oklahoma State. Right. So. Yeah. 
When's the last time Oklahoma State didn't score a single point in a game? I mean, that has to be forever. I'm not sure if you're still there or not. Are you there? I'm here. John Hammonds, did you join in? Yeah, I'm here. Well, when you come on, apparently you knocked him off. I don't know what's going on with this thing. He's I told I told you, man. Oh, we're going to have to get another place. I just don't. These lives are just messing up. I'm not sure. And the rant you went on earlier. Yep, there it is. Yeah, you. I can hear you now, John Roberts. The rant that you went on earlier. No, my uh, my ear, my earbud went out. That's what it was. <laughs> the rant that you went on earlier. Yeah. Was. You know, facts are facts. It is a basketball school. I I, I don't care if it's a basketball school. I, the fan We're base. Never, the fan base shouldn't the be jumping. The fan base shouldn't be jumping ship just because they have a bad, a bad game. A bad game. They got humiliated on national TV. I I realize that. I I mean I I know that. You still shouldn't be jumping ship. We're 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 never going to be at. Alabama and Georgia's level, period. The, with the way we run an offense. I said the offense was atrocious, did I not? I didn't hear you say that. Well, it was. And I did. The I'm offense sure. needs to change. I'm Stoops not sure if you was on at the very beginning when I was – I started with that. <clears throat> Stoops needs to get away from this – Whatever this is, he's got. I don't. It don't win you games, man. No, it doesn't. And I said he's he's got to own that, and he's got to do something about it because the offense is terrible. The play calling's terrible. The offensive line is atrocious, and he's got to own that. And he's got to look himself in the mirror and own that. So he's going to have to stop this grinded out stuff. He's going to have to open up the playbook because. You got too many weapons out there to to be letting them just stand out there and block. I agree with that 100%. I mean, look at Tennessee. Their offense is humming. Why can't we have something like that? Well, we can. We have, we actually have Barron Brown and Dane Key and Tavion Robinson and a bunch of good tight ends and Chris Rodriguez and Will Levis. I mean, we, we actually have a whole bunch of pieces to be able to do that. However, first and foremost, you absolutely have to have a decent scheme for an offensive line. You cannot just have wide open lanes to freely let a defensive lineman come in and kill our people. And that's exactly what we have. And it's been happening all season long. 
and it's ridiculous. You know what's going to happen, Yenzer, don't you? Yenzer and Scangarello both come from San Francisco 49ers. They came with recommendations. They came with some high hopes. I understand all that. But nine games into this season, they really and truthfully are atrocious, both of them. Eight games in. I keep saying You know what's going to happen, don't you? I'll just tell you right now, they lose to Missouri, the fan base to turn on Stoops. Well, I can tell you right now. I'm a big Stoops fan, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you. And Stoops has done a heck of a job building this program into something from nothing. But I will say this. Stoops has a huge tendency, and I said this earlier in my rant. Stoops has a huge tendency to take two steps forward and one step back. And last night was a huge one step back. Huge. So now I expect him to get this get this team together and to get this crap together, to be honest with you, and continue to build forward. He's done it before. You know he's done it before. Yeah, but he's not beat he's not beating the top teams, is what I'm saying. You're not gonna get to that next level until you start beating them. It's just not gonna happen. Well, I understand. You can beat you can beat up on Missouri, you can beat up on South Carolina all week all day long. But you can't you ain't gonna beat these good teams playing like you did last night. You ain't gonna beat much of nobody the way that we played last night. I mean, last night was absolutely atrocious. So, I mean, you're not going to beat much of anybody. Well, and you're you're down what thirty-seven to six, and you're running the football like who does that? I have no idea. I mean, honestly, we're we're slow and mundane, methodical. I mean, on top of that, we. We don't even look. We don't. We have no outside game, passing lanes, nothing. Everything comes from over the middle. Every single thing, all the run plays, all the pass plays, everything is from the middle. Or we have a wide receiver screen on the on you know behind the line of scrimmage. That's it. Yeah, that's this, all, this and that ain't gonna work. That's all we have. So, I mean, somebody needs to call into the to the call-in show tomorrow night and just light him up. I'm sure they will. Don't you agree with that, John Roberts? Say what? I said I'm sure they will call into the call-in show tomorrow night and light him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely will. Yeah, I'm sure they will. South Ozman has joined the room, and I just want to acknowledge that. We appreciate you being on with us. If you would like to comment or chat with us, just let us know. I got to get off here, but there's a – we're live, ain't we? We are. Okay. Um, There was just a few things beyond the Kentucky game that – I wanted to point out, you know, Louisville's win over Wake Forest was pretty neat. 
Um, yeah, that one was uh, that one was. Whew. It was a shocker to me, but it was a good win for Louisville. I can tell you that. Kansas State beating Oklahoma State like they did, like yeah. it was, and, and to beat it all, they beat him with without Adrian Martinez. They beat yeah. him without Adrian and held him to nothing. Zip on almost him. like two hundred yards, two hundred yards total offense, and they was, I think, coming in the game averaging like four hundred yards throwing the ball. Right. Severe Wheeler just left the exhibition with a leg injury. You know, that's just like half the team's not even playing tonight. I think they need to get rid of these exhibitions, man, to be honest with you. I just think they're pointless. I mean, like I said, we're playing like what, Missouri Western State or something? Who's that? Yeah, and we're very we're playing very sloppy too. I mean, how, how if you're a diehard Kentucky basketball fan, how do you get excited for to play Missouri Western State? I mean, come on. I mean, outside of the first couple of games in the season, how do you get excited for any of that either? <laughs> I know. I mean, there's a few games that are that are early on, but not everything is. Yeah, you know, the coaches classic yeah. in a few games that is early in the season. But yeah, you're right. The um, late November and December is a bunch of early December is a bunch of oh, did yeah, you ugly games? There was something that kind of struck my attention this weekend. Did anybody see the Texas A&M march, the Halloween march? I did not. I was working. Is that the one that looked just like all the uh, the, the the Proud Boys or whatever? That, the, the KKK type thing? Yes. Yes. yes I, I, they, saw the, they, I saw a picture and I went, wait a minute. Wait well, a minute. what makes it so bad is the deal is they had – they had a black man in the middle of it, and it, it just looks – it's a bad look is what it is. And you you got this cross he's holding with fire burning, and you're, and you're yelling out obscenities. Um, you know, I've was, said it. This was at the Texas Tech game? No, this was at the Texas A&M. This is their – This is Ag, Texas A&M. The Texas Aggie A&M? Yell leaders. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I just think you should. It was it was pre-game. It was at night. It was right, right. right. It's the night before. It was the night before they played Ole Miss. Yeah. And you're doing stuff that just you know I don't know. To me, that that's that's cultish behavior, man. It was it. Well, Texas A&M is a cult, so let's let's call let's call spade a spade. So. Well, I mean, if you're doing that, that kind of sounds like a cult. So, you know. No, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying. I, you you went. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you went to one of those a week or two ago. Oh, what? The. Oh, I went to the. I went the, to the midnight yell. You're yeah, right. the I midnight the, yell the thing. Yell pra- the, the yell, yell thing practice. that they have. Isn't that what you were talking about, or no? Yeah, you know, this and, is this and, is the thing that's they did a march. So what what John is referring to is they did a march going probably to Yale practice, oh, and this okay. thing was with torches and everything. It looked bad. It looked like one of those. Uh, I thought like, you meant well, like during their Yale. Oh thing. no! Oh, no, it sort no, of no, reminds no, 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 no. me. 
he's, he's referring to he's referring to the the march that happened before, before. and the march that happened before looked a lot like those demonstrations that were happening uh with oh, no, brother, some of those white white supremacist type groups oh okay i got well, you that's it kinda, what it looked like it kind of reminded me of the old brother for art thou type thing yeah. where they're out when they're out in the field and old death comes on yeah and it just it was it, it was it was cultish behavior man like and they're getting called out right now i just had a arkansas media member um he just made a post he was a blue check mark and he just called him out on it he said do they just dream this stuff up right yeah it was it was bad um i saw the uh, i saw a a tweet about it and i went are you serious with what i saw I, like, this is I actually was working a lot yesterday and i didn't i seen a little bit of what was going on in the early games um and then i i i, I was working most of the rest of the evening so I didn't catch a whole lot, to be honest with you. So that's why I didn't know what y'all were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this was this wasn't during the early games. This was the night this before. Was, this was the night before yeah, when this it was, was Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. I think so was, you know, I thought there was some. Let's, go ahead. Let's hit on something real quick. So the first college football playoff um, ranking is going to come out on Tuesday. And clearly, Tennessee is going to be in the top two or three. So, you know, I started my first live out kind of on my rant, trying to give Tennessee some credit because they are a team to be wrecking with now with the college football playoff, and they're going to have their shot. Matter of fact, they're going to have their shot on, on uh, this coming Saturday, to be honest with you, against Georgia. Um, but the college football playoff rankings come out on Tuesday and the way I see it right now, there's about maybe 11 or 12 teams that have a real shot and still maybe making the playoffs. What do y'all think? I don't know. Is it even that much? Well, so yes. So there's, I I guess you got like half of, half of the big 12 and then. You've no. got there. There should be about what four teams in the SEC that have a shot. Yep, there's four and teams in the SEC. Got, you've got one or two teams in the Pac-12. You've got one team in the ACC, and you've got two teams in the Big Ten. Yeah, you've had. So, so I you've guess it's got about, you've got Oregon and USC in the Pac-12. You still have a shot. By the way, I put the uh, I put the tweet. Yeah, it was from I, I put one from Barstool into the chat, so you got to be able to see what that 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 march. Okay. So all right, just so you you can you can see it. Go, yeah, because oh. I I didn't see what was going on. I I I'd also done an event Friday night. Well, there, so. and you and, and not just that you had a you had another one with the Michigan Michigan State game last night, where apparently. A Michigan player was ganged up on by the whole Michigan State football team in their locker room. Yeah. Now, what were the what were the 
what were the circumstances on that? Because that there, well, how do you I have one, really one, he, one Michigan guy going running in the middle of that that group? Because I I saw the 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 beatdown. There's the video of the beatdown, but you don't see what like, happened before, how he got there, yeah, and whatever. Because I mean. It's it's kind of going like why is this one guy in the middle of this group? <laughs> but so, I will so. I will say this um, to speak of on the college football rankings. Um, I, I gotta say these I gotta get off here. Um, Tennessee would be my number one. Um, Georgia would be number two. Three would be Ohio State, and I think four would have to be Michigan in my opinion. Um, you know, I mean, in the you first, can put four. You can have four number a number of teams, but the first, way, the first two out would be way, it'll Clemson. All, it'll all play out. The first two four out would be Clemson and Alabama. Right. Okay. So I got you, but I just but, wanted uh, to bring it up because this uh, is the very good, first man. college football rankings will come out on Tuesday. Can't wait to talk teams this week. Y'all have a good one. All right, man. We'll see you, Evans. Yeah, right. I mean, you can you can you can do a, a number of things because you can put you know what a, a, a TCU or or right. K State or whoever something like that in that even up there as far up as being the the next two out or whatever. But at the same time, I mean, it's not gonna whatever. However you start it, it doesn't really matter. I mean. No, just like what you were talking about. Basically, the, one, two, and three right now doesn't really matter because it's going to have to work itself out. You know what I mean? Like one, correct. I mean, Georgia one and, and one Tennessee are going to play each other. Right. Georgia and Tennessee are fixing to play each other. So you know, correct. So that'll knock one of them out. And Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other. So that's going to knock correct. one of them out. Right. And you may see that the loser of the Tennessee Georgia game may still make the playoff. Right. Because it's possible. If the if the winner wins the SEC championship, then the loser may sneak sneak their way in. Right. So. Oh yeah, that's what I uh, said. So I, the, I, the way the I got Miss it, figured, there's about eleven or twelve teams. teams. Yeah. Yep. That still have a legitimate shot and maybe making the playoffs. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, there's about that many, yeah, because you got, I think you got Oregon out west, I think even USC out west. Right. Um, the Pac-12 championship game should cover that one. Um, Clemson in the ACC, Ohio State, Michigan, and then in the SEC, the four teams are Georgia, Tennessee on the east, Ole Miss and Alabama in the west. Right. Uh, Ole Miss and Alabama stuff to play each other. So one of those teams will get knocked out at that point. Right. Um, Tennessee, Georgia, the loser may not be knocked out yet, but the winner definitely has the inside track because they'll have the inside track to the, uh, to the SEC, SEC championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And then there's a, Couple of two or three teams in the Big Twelve that still have legitimate. Right, and like TCU, you know, as we, yeah, um, Kansas K-State. State, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
but right. yeah, so those are the, uh, those are those teams. Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I don't think this year that there's going to be any chance that, a um, somebody from outside the power five is going to have a chance at the playoff. It's just not going to happen this year. No. Uh, no. Like it did last year with Cincinnati. Right. That's not going to happen this year. So that's something we, we don't have to look at. There's really no chance that one of those teams is going to make it. So. Um, and then we had, uh, let's see, Notre Dame and Syracuse. I think we were all picking Syracuse. Yeah, that, that game one. surprised me too. Yep. Um, so maybe Notre Dame is coming around because they sure handled Syracuse pretty well at Syracuse. Yeah, they did. So it was one of those, again, I was looking at my book and I went, Oh God, you know, and my picks were bad this week. Mine were too. So <laughs> we got, we definitely <laughs> got to do a little better job at that this week. Cause we like, I don't know. There were some games that just the Oklahoma state game just floored me. Nothing. I mean, it's 35 to nothing oh, yeah. there at one time. What I mean, it's oh, just, yeah. like what? Absolutely nothing. I mean, yeah. I, I would have never, ever, ever guessed that. You would have, like, I, I would have, you know what I mean? Like, if you asked me to bet on that, I would have been like, there is no way I'll bet my house that they'll score. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have bet that they were going to get blank. Yeah. I so, mean, that's, that's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, that was definitely crazy. All right, so um, is there any other game that you want to cover or talk about? I know. Let's see. Did we leave any SEC games out? What about the? I mean, you still have Ole Miss and Texas A and M. I know we didn't really. Yeah. Cover it. So. Ole Miss. Uh, Go ahead. Ole Miss looked like they they. Uh, it started out pretty good, and then they had a little bit of a lag, and I think in the middle, and then came back with a, you know, they just kind of did pull it away at the end. Um, but that uh, Weigel looks like, or what's his name? Weigel, and that what his name is? Yeah. The, the starting quarterback for uh, A&M. Texas A&M. He looked a lot better than any of the other ones did, and right. or at least he looks like a better option the best option but he's still not he's not great but he he, he can throw it a lot so they're better three and five else. now right correct i mean i know that just like john got on was talking about how bad kentucky was and everything and they were they were terrible last night i'm not gonna i mean it was atrocious it really was but i mean we could be texas a&m <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, like, look, look, Texas A&M would be a beast if they had somebody else calling plays. <laughs> I mean, because I, I because realize Jim Texas A&M has not, a lot of talent. does not adapt. He does not adapt well. And if you have an offensive coordinator, a real offensive coordinator that is calling plays outside of him, then the talent that he put together on that team with an offensive coordinator that has a pulse and adapts with the times, then that team would be as good as they were hyped up to be. So A&M's what? And they haven't. Going to be lucky to be six and six? 
let's see, their schedule, what is their schedule? Because they've got, they've got Auburn, they've got LSU, they've got. They played Arkansas already. Yes. Let's see. I'm going to. Have they played Mississippi State? Yes. They have. Let's see. So, remaining schedule should be, let's see, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss. So, they've got Florida next week. Auburn the week. So, they are home against Florida at Auburn. Then they get UMass, and then it should be LSU. The the LSU game, and that LSU game um, is at home. And I think they've already had their bye, so that should be yep. Yes, they had their bye um, before South Carolina. So if they go three and one. They'll be six and six. Correct. Um, but I just don't. I think they're going to lose at least two. If they lose two and don't make a bowl, that is a humongous debacle. Seriously. Yes. Yes. And I know they, Kentucky they, fans they, are mightily upset over last night's game. And. I am too. I'm not going to say that it wasn't upsetting, but I mean, having the hype that Texas A&M has had and the players and the talent that they have and Mm -hmm. possibly miss a bowl game. Yes. Is unbelievable. Yes. And I still think that, that LSU should be able to beat them. And then it's between Auburn and Florida, whether they lose, if they can, if they beat both Auburn and Florida, then they make a bowl game. Right. Because they'll beat UMass. Yeah. So. Or I would think so. One would think. I thought they would beat App State too. So, you know, we'll see. Right. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Well, all right, man. So this week, again, we'll probably do a Tuesday night show. Um, We might do a little bit of discussion on that show about the college football playoff rankings. Um, So that would be something new that we could put on that show because that's the night that the first college football playoff rankings come out. So it'd be kind of neat to do that on Tuesday night. Just remember, tomorrow is Nick Saban's birthday, so go ahead and you know, wish him happy birthday. Okay, happy birthday, Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, like 71 now or something like that? I think he's 70. I want to say he was born in 52. Okay. But he might have been born in 51. I don't remember. I, think I, was, he, thinking, I was thinking he was already 70, and it'll be 71 is what I was thinking. I think thinking. he turns think he turns 70 this year okay you might be right i was i was guessing so um 
<laughs> I'm more basing it off my parents. My parents were born in 53, and I think he's not that much older. Okay. So, yep. <laughs> All right. So, um, we'll probably do that on Tuesday. Uh, of course, we'll have our game day pick em show, and we'll try to do a little bit better this coming week on our pick ems. Um, I think most of us was kind of off on our pickums this past uh, week. No, it was it was fifty one. He was born in fifty one, so he'll turn seventy one. Okay. There that's, you go. That's kind of what I was thinking, but yeah. And he just signed a new eight year deal. Well, guaranteeing that he's going to be there for the end of his life. <laughs> yeah, he just signed a new eight year deal, like can't remember if it's right before the season or if it's after like week one or two. Yeah. But it was, but it was like this year. So, yep. Oh, yeah. He, you know, if he's uh, there for the full length of the contract, he'll be 79, I guess, when it's over with. That's what it's, yeah, I think so. That yeah. makes that makes sense. Yeah. All right, John Roberts, I appreciate you coming on with me. I know we had a little trouble with some of the sound on this, and I don't know, you know, I, I'm just not sure what's going on with the lives. We don't seem to have any trouble with the recordings that we do. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we will, um, on Tuesday night, we'll get back to a chance to win our Final Four tickets. Um, we will do that either if we try a live, but we might do it the way we've been doing it on Facebook afterwards. Um, and we'll try to include everybody on there to for a chance to win our Final Four tickets, two tickets to Houston next year, April 1st and April 3rd fan experience um so it'll be a a huge time to go to the final four and do a lot of the fan interactive experiences that they have so it'll be fun and uh we'll tell you a little bit more 